It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, broadcasting brilliance, steamrolling, exuberant commentary, cutting-edge words that don't amount to much if you start to fumble while trying to do something else like I am right now. So I want to start off something real quick. How New York City gun arrest uncovered a huge pedophilic satanic cult. That comes from the New York Post. So this goes to us because we already know that a lot of these human trafficking rings are tied to the satanic cults that are involved in this. You can also do a lot of referencing when you're talking about the abortion industry and how those groups are tied to satanic cults as well, because you had the Church of Satan come out and try to sue the federal government to say that abortion, if you were to ban it, would interfere in its religious rights. So what exactly do the Satanists and the Church of Satan have to do with abortion, and what religious rights are they really concerned about that banning abortion would infringe upon if this were to happen. So the arrest of a Queens man on gun charges two years ago has led federal authorities to discover a satanic pedophilic extortion cult that targets minors over the internet. Investigators uncovered the heinous group named 764 while probing disturbing social media posts by Angel Almeida, 23, who was busted in 2021. So this goes on and on and on. So we already know that there is a bunch of this going on around the country, probably tied to the very, very tippy tops of the elites of across all kinds of industries. And they're also tied to the Order of Nine Angels, the O9A, which describes itself as a worldwide Satanist group which embraces elements of neo-Nazism and white supremacy. Now that's odd when you look at the individuals that were arrested and tied to this particular group, they look like they have an extremely dark complexion. So are they really trying to tie this arrest of a satanic pedophilic group to neo-Nazis and ultimately we all know that those dastardly MAGA supporters, they're all fascists and Nazis as well. But not the Nazis in the Ukraine. They just are veterans of the Russian war. They're really trying to push this. This comes hot on the heels of another disturbing story. Uh, There was Operation Buyer's Remorse, if I remember correctly, up in Minnesota. And they arrested over 100 people tied to a pedophile ring. Then you have the stories that come out of, I believe, northern Ohio, where there have been over 1,000 children missing so far, I think, this year if not within the past couple of months. So what is going on? Why are there all of these missing children? Well, we all know sex slavery, indentured servitude, and ultimately, probably the satanic cults. This is a real thing. I don't know how else to explain this to people. And I'm sorry for all of the older generations out there that refuse to believe in this kind of culture that's out there. All you have to do is look at Hollywood and see all of these stupid entertainers and actors and actresses all giving the dumb hand gestures, one eye is covered, all of the satanic imagery and all of their music videos. I mean, it is plainly obvious to see what's going on here. And these people are really not nice if you start talking to them and you start reading up on them and their biographies. They're not nice people. So what would do that? Well, I don't know. Could it be Satanism? Probably. So that's what you're really looking at. That's also why they hate Trump, because they... Trump 
demolished the human trafficking rings and the child trafficking rings. And that's why they are so against him in the worst kind of way. And that's also the reason behind the unfettered migration, or at least one of them. I brought up many reasons why that's the case. Because they need to reestablish those human trafficking rings probably tied to pedophilia and Satanism as well. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be Satanism. It could be some offshoot. It could be some ancient religion um, coming from Mesopotamia or the Mayan culture or the whatever you got. You know, that's it's prevalent throughout ancient cultures and ancient history of sacrificing people and sacrificing children. So we're on the right track. More of this to come. More of this will be exposed uh, not to speak poorly like that, but we will bring it up on and on we go as more of this comes to the fore. And oh my gosh, hot on the heels of what we saw last month where the Biden administration has decided to pump hundreds of millions of dollars into home-based PCR tests just in case the COVID scourge turns its ugly face upon the fruited plain yet again. That's right. They are going to push these COVID shots over the next two months or so. And Bobby Ann Flower Cox, wow, talk about a whole lot of letters for one person, via the Brownstone Institute. This will make your blood boil. Biden admin goes full Orwell denying vax mandates ever happened. Yes, that's true. They're now trying to come out and say, well, we, as part of the Health and Human Services, we never, ever, ever said that you have to get the shot or you're fired. We never once said that. Oh, we just made strong recommendations and we didn't force this upon anybody. So don't look in our direction and don't pay attention to those dastardly videos and all of that audio of your congressmen, your governors, your employers, all saying that if you don't get the shot, then you will not maintain your job. You won't be able to move across state lines. You won't be able to use public transportation you won't be able to go into a food store but you'll have that food delivered to you through some delivery service but that don't believe any of that anymore oh we never said it we never ever ever said it and osha the head of osha even claimed that we didn't demand that anyone be fired despite issuing a worker vaccine mandate for 84 million americans that was struck down ultimately by the supreme court itself So when OSHA is lying to you, then you know that they're lying about everything and something else is going to happen, and maybe we don't want it to happen. There was also a report from the People's Voice, I believe it was TV or something like that. Uh, They discussed a new Canadian study that spoke about the results of a, uh, a, uh, a conglomeration of vaccine mandate data. And so what do you find out? I mean, it it is an enormous article, and it just basically breaks down all of the data. So they go through everything when, you know, by age group, by sex, and what happened, and adverse events, and on and on and on. What they discovered from Canada and this study, it's a massive study. I'm not going to read through it all because it's dry toast. But they found out that if you had at least two injections of these gene therapy prophylactics, then your immune system was reduced and your immune system's responses were reduced by at least 74%. 
and you were that much more susceptible to getting things like COVID, which is just basically a cold. And also you were more susceptible by, I believe, 33% to die of COVID if you were to contract it. Now, you also have to remember that people that actually contract COVID and die of COVID, those numbers are very small. So out of those small populations, a 33% increase is noticed when those people have at least two injections. But the main point of that study is that your immune system is reduced in its response to anything, any kind of disease, by 74%. That is enormous. That is exactly what I said months and months and years ago. People that have been injected with this stuff are now suffering from immunodeficiency. They are looking at VADES, vaccine-induced AIDS. And it makes perfect sense because at the beginning of all of this, there was the, that Indian study that came out that was quickly censored. As soon as it came out, it was gone in a week that basically said we looked at COVID and we analyzed the virus. And what did we find? We found out that it was basically manipulated with HIV, AIDS, proteins, and on and on. I don't believe it was proteins, but I, whatever the medical term is, you get it. So what they're looking at is some chimeric version of AIDS mixed with a a cold virus and COVID and on and on, and then that's what you got. This makes perfect sense because the person that was responsible for the AIDS response in the 80s was none other than Dr. Fauci. Remember the Times article from uh, the 1980s where Dr. Fauci, he was looking out across the plains of America. And he's got a hand above his brow, keeping the sun out of his eyes, which was kind of ridiculous when you think about it, because he even said that he was going into gay bathhouses to study how AIDS was transmitted from person to person. Well, I don't know, Dr. Fauci. I could take a few guesses how AIDS in a gay bathhouse was transmitted from person to person. What about you? What did you find in your study, Mr. Fauci? So, Mr. Fauci, responsible for that, suddenly rears his ugly head in 2021, 1920, on and on. And we get something along the same lines. It makes perfect sense if you've got somebody doing this. And what do you have now? With these, oh, it's not, it's not me. It's not, it's not the federal government. You have Xavier Becerra. I brought him up when he first became the Health and Human Services Secretary, uh, I believe back in 2020. Yes, 2021. And so he comes from Sacramento, California, Mexican immigrant, got a JD from Stanford, and he is there. And he is going to be promoting all of these vaccines because everybody needs to be up to date with their vaccines. And he's all about pay equity and abortion rights. And oh, gosh, what a glittering jewel of liberalism. But you have to also look at the person around Mr. Becerra. And who do we find? We find his wife. His wife his named uh carolina reyes she is the wife of california former california attorney general and nominee to lead the department of health and human services xavier becerra this comes from the freebeacon.com now you have to ask yourself how somebody with a law degree suddenly became the head of health and human services well look no further than his wife his wife was 
on the board of directors of the California Healthcare Foundation, which is a basically an interest group, and they lobbied the federal government, or not necessarily the federal government, but Democrat admin officials, Democrat Party officials, and Biden admin officials to get this clown in there in that office. So, yes, this person doesn't care about us. This person only is there to make a buck, and more than likely, he will be going straight to Pfizer when he's done, or God knows what other big pharma company, and his wife is sitting there collecting all the cash with all of this behind the scenes. Now, she portrays herself as somebody that works with difficult pregnancies, and she's going to help uh, minorities and everyone else on the low economic spectrum to have proper birth control and make sure there's equity across the spectrum when it comes to health benefits and insurance. So yes, I'm sure she has only the best of intents in her position and her husband's position. I somehow doubt this. So the other last little bit of a story that I wanted to get to is McHenry. We first had McCarthy, former speaker. Now we've got the acting speaker, McHenry. Both of these stooges are ridiculous, and McHenry should be replaced by a McRib because the McRib, I contest, would be more effective at jo- of the job as the speaker of the House and that job than McHenry because at least a McRib would not do anything or say anything stupid. It wouldn't do anything positive either, but it is a chaotic, neutral element to have a McRib as the next Mick speaker in the house. So, Mick Henry, what's he all about? I mean, you have to start looking into these people. Why is he so pissed off that McCarthy is no longer the speaker? Well, you have to go to opensecrets.org and look at this guy and where his money is coming from. His top five contributors, Vote Sane Pack, Alphabet, Signature Bank, Welsh Carson et al., American Israeli Public Affairs Committee. Those are his top five campaign contributors. If you look at Vote Sane, Vote Sane is a massive, massive political action committee that goes around and basically lobbies on behalf of giant real estate companies. You've got people in there like Hakeem Jeffries was uh, given money from these guys, Stephen Scalise, uh, both elected officials. You've got Leal Koch from Lahaina, Hawaii in there. But if you just look at this on littlesis.org, you've got the president and CEO of Better Homes and Garden. You've got the president of the National Association of Realtors. You've got... Uh, the senior vice president and general counsel, National Association of Realtors, and on and on. All of these massive, massive realtors make up Vote Pack, Vote Sane Pack. Then you've got Alphabet. What's Alphabet? It's Google. Google and everything else that surrounds Google is Alphabet. So you can understand why he is so upset, because if you look at the stocks of a lot of defense industry companies, they took a big old dump after McCarthy was dumped. Then you have American Israeli Public Affairs Committee. Well, I mean, you, you, you can't get elected. In Washington, D.C., unless you have some kind of Israeli-based political affairs committee or some kind of uh, – you, you don't get the rubber stamp from the Israelis in some form or another. That's just how Washington works. It's not anti-Semitic. It's just how it works. 
There are also rumors uh, when you get into office in Washington, D.C., that somebody from uh, APAC comes in there, American-Israeli Political Action Committee. They go in there and they make you sign a document, a loyalty document, to keep funding Israel and so on and so forth. I've never seen the document. I've just heard many people talk about it. But with those groups, you got Vote Sane, which is very, very involved with real estate. you got Alphabet, which is Google. We all know how liberal they are, and we all know that they're basically an arm of the Pentagon and the intelligence community. Then you've got American-Israel Public Affairs Committee. I mean, well, they are involved incredibly deep with intelligence communities, IT, and all of that, too. So this guy, McHenry, do you really think he wanted McCarthy to go anywhere? McCarthy was continuing with the gravy train of billions of dollars to the Ukraine. Vote sane being made up of a whole bunch of realtors can only be seen as licking their chops in rebuilding the Ukraine. They want to get in there. They want to take all of that real estate to make sure they can cash in on the grift. Then you've got Google. Well, I mean, they are involved in all of this, too, with the Ukraine. So they don't want to see McCarthy go. And then American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, well, they're involved in that kind of stuff, too. And they want defense industry contracts and all of that. So this guy, McHenry, is a warmonger. He wants more war, just inferring what we see from his contributors on OpenSecrets.org. This guy needs to get out of there ASAP. We don't need another McCarthy a-hole in there that wants to extend the status quo when it comes to warmongering all across the planet. We need new leadership, and we need it now. That's it for me. It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels.